Greetings, we're here at Callenborn Abresist in Urbana, Indiana. I'm your host, Russ Bauer. Welcome to the Pipe Dreams Podcast presented by Callenborn Abresist Corporation. podcast we've been exploring the 100 year history of Callenborn and the 50 year 50 year history of Callenborn Abersist. We also talk a little bit about my 45 year affiliation with Callenborn International as well as the employees and customers and suppliers and applications that we've worked with over the years. As always you can find out more information on our US website callenborn.us international website callenborn.com. Today's guest is Chris Wagner. Chris is our engineering supervisor. He's been with Callenborn Abrazist 26 years. He's a Wabash County native. Uh, I remember when Chris started here at Callenborn many, many years ago. He started in the drafting department, and uh, we want to welcome him to the podcast. So welcome, Chris. Thank you. Glad to be here. Cool. Finally, finally got you to sit down. You're one of the busiest guys in the building, it seems like. I see you sitting and staring at your computer a lot, uh, and I know you go out and travel a lot. So why don't you just kind of give us a quick quick uh, summary of what you do at Abresist now as far as your drafting and your engineering uh, 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 situation. Okay. Well, I oversee the um, three guys that are in drafting right now. I kind of give them guidance as they're uh, – going through the day-to-day of drafting for production drawings. Uh, I also help the inside sales team with um, uh, design ideas in the quoting stages. And then I also uh, will do quotes myself. If I go out in the field, I'll go out in the field, measure things, come back, design them, quote them, and get it to the customer and then follow up with the customer. Um, so they... That's the application engineer side of my job. Um, That's about the funnest part of it, really. Uh, I still enjoy going out and seeing and doing that side, but I still don't like airplanes. They're not big enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I recall that. I recall that fact about you and airplanes, but... But, uh, well, that's, that's interesting. I, I opposite, I always enjoyed flying around the world and doing the, uh, doing the, the parts of my job. The uh, the uh, you you co-manage the upstairs we call it here in Urbana. That's the engineering and, and uh, uh, inside sales with Mike Donaldson and Mike will be coming up in a, a future podcast as well. Mike's also a longtime employee of Callenborn Abrazist. Tell us uh, tell us how that goes. What tell when I remember I remember when it was proposed that you and Mike become the co-managers of the. Of the, of the two departments. Kind of explain to me how that came about and how that's working out for you guys. Well, it works out very well. Um, we're able to cover both departments um, with the needs that are needed by the customer. Um, he's more estimating based. He's got the years of experience there. I'm more um, experienced on the drafting and the being in the field. Uh, of course, I haven't been in the field like Russ, but with that being said, the, I do know quite a bit when it comes to that so i helped them on that side of it and design wise uh, helped estimating on that side and we he and i collaborate together um well uh, he 
I think he's 36 years or 35 years. Mm -hmm. So he has a lot of knowledge from the shop that I didn't get because I didn't start in the shop. I started right in drafting from the beginning. So he has some of the old hands-on going in the field, laying tile, along with Russ from the stories I've heard. <laughs> so um, it works very well. And uh, we got each other's back when it comes to things. When I don't know, he usually knows. And when he doesn't know, I usually know. So, Yeah, I, I agree. <clears throat> I, I watched it uh, uh, formulate and, and progress for how many years has it been now? Six, seven years? Eight? Uh, six. Six years. Eight, six years. Yeah, when, uh, when that – when the Craig came up with that concept or the guys came up with the concept, whatever it was that actually happened, I don't recall, but but I, I thought it was a great idea at the time. They lean on each other when they need to, and uh, uh, I think uh, as an outside sales guy all those years and then becoming a, a sales manager and so forth, I watched the, uh, the process and I thought it was a great idea. And I know it's easier for both of you when one takes a day off or out of the office or something. Uh, easy for you to cover and make sure that everything happens uh, the way it's supposed to. Uh, Mike has several uh, inside estimators that work for him, similar to, to Chris's situation as far as numbers, and uh, everybody seems pretty well entrenched in the, the situation that they're that they're uh, working with. And in my opinion, as an outside guy, it was a, a great a great plan to to come up with and and make sure that you guys work together and collaborated on engineering and design and, and estimating. So, so you're a Wabash County guy. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, we, we want to get to know you a little better. You're, you're a young guy, in my opinion, a lot younger than me. So you've been in Wabash most of your life. What, what'd you do when you were young? Um, <clears throat> well, when I was young, the only thing, the biggest thing I can remember is playing along the street with my stompers in the gravel. Um, played a lot of back backyard baseball. Um, played baseball through high school. Uh, I should have went into football, but I didn't. Um, which I'm kind of glad because I already have one bad knee. But um, just any conventional kid grew up good home, great grandparents, great parents, and just. Went through bicycles a lot, like you wouldn't believe, because of my size. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chris, pretty big guy, so yeah. so uh, tall, uh, lanky guy. Uh, we, we we when we go out on the field to measure, it makes it pretty handy because he can reach things that most of us can't. So yeah. so I understand that. But yeah, then just grew up, got into the old Ford pickup trucks, old Cup Cadet lawnmowers. Still have quite a few of both. Uh -huh. um, just out the other day, and the oldest grandson wanted me to get the one cup cadet out so he could drive it around, and that's why you, that's why you keep that stuff so you can watch them ride around on it too. So, um, pulled antique tractors for about ten years through my teenage years. I learned a lot there. Uh, that's when I started getting mechanically, I don't know, inclined. I guess you could say you learn a lot when you just get thrown on something. Mm -hmm. Um, like Russ did with measuring with me. Just get in there and do it. <laughs> That's right. I, nobody taught me. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where you just, the, the, the baptism of fire, they throw you in there and expect you to, to do it. So, yeah, and, so same with me. I grew up on a farm, and, and uh, the only way to learn how to do something was just to do it. Well, and my one stepson, he goes, he says, how'd you learn to do stuff? I said, you break a lot of stuff. Yep. You, you know, and 
up until recently didn't have YouTube. That's right. You know, yeah. you tear it apart and you try to put it back together, and hopefully you don't have too much stuff left over. I'll never forget the first time I tore into a motor and the old Ford. And Mom come out and leaned over my shoulder. She goes, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to fix this motor. I stood there for about 10 seconds, looked over my shoulder, and she was gone. And I was like, hey, where are you going? She goes, I think I better go check the checkbook. <laughs> so, Might need a new one after you're done yeah, with it. Well, it didn't run when I put it together, but it ran the second time I put it together. <laughs> and that's how you learn. Yep, certainly been there, done that a few times in my life. Uh, but nowadays, I just enjoy sitting on my little six-acre plot. Listen to the birds sing yep. and watch the little ones run around. So I agree. Enjoy that because uh, pretty soon they'll be grown. My, my grandkids are graduating high school and college and in the military. So it'll, it'll happen. Uh, it'll go by sooner than you realize. Oh, yeah. Calvin Born Abresist provides wear-resistant linings with excellent abrasion and impact resistance, specifically constructed for use wherever wear and abrasion are a problem. Let's get started on our next lining project. Visit calenborn.us. Well, hey, one of the things I wanted to touch specifically on today was uh, our scanning ability. Uh, I remember you and I having conversations about digital scanning many, many years ago, and I can't tell you how many you might remember when we first started talking about it, more than 10, I think. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a clue, obviously, what it was or what it was all about. I know you did lots and lots of research, and when I was upstairs, we had a lot of conversations about digital scanning. And when uh, Craig and, and Troy and Scott uh, became uh, uh, the management team for the company, we started, you started, we started talking to them about it and, and, and making suggestions and planting seeds. And, and it now is a huge part of our, our business model. We have been very successful in taking our scanner out in the field and uh, uh, setting it up and scanning buildings and piping and tanks and cyclones and, and what have you. So take, take me back to the beginning and what's your recollection about when we started talking about scanning, how uh, much it changed from the first time we started talking about it till we actually purchased the machines, what the machines are called, what you do with them. I want the, I want my my people out there, our people out there, to understand what our capability is uh, concerning scanning. Uh, one day, uh, we, we have a young man in the company named Corey, and he he's a, a, a computer uh, nut, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, we'll have a conversation with him about his uh, expertise in the computer systems, which I have minimal. Chris has pretty good, but Corey's different so mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk a little bit to him someday about the the, the the insides and outsides of scanning but but I want to touch base for our, for our folks to, to kind of let them know how we got started in it and where we are today well I'd probably have to say it goes back 10 years um, we started I started initially looking into them and my initial findings were is they were not accurate um, they were like an inch or two over a hundred foot. And uh, so, uh, as like anything else, you buy a computer, technology changes six months later. So some time went by, and I started digging into it again, and we started looking into Faro, and that is what we use, our Faro Technologies um, system. They have multiple systems, but we um, own a Faro 150, 
and the accuracy of that unit is three mil over 300 foot, which is just phenomenal. Um, the days of going with a tape measure and a big old heavy bag, now you're carrying a heavy plastic coat tote <laughs> to your station. And um, so you typical day, you just go and you'd set up on the tripod, set the scanner up, get your location you want to do. You find your line of sight, as we call it, to get, because if you can't see it, the scanner can't see it. And you can get that with multiple angles. And uh, the hardest part I've found over the years is just pressing a button versus getting dirty now. Um, the scanner allows us to stay on the ground, be safe. Uh, we don't have to get out there and hang like Russ and I used to. I mean, that never happened. And... Um, so yeah, so you can set up and you could spend a day scanning and measure, oh gosh, 300 foot, 500 foot of pipe, 600 foot of pipe, and you're doing it in two or three hours versus a day from measuring from beam to beam. You just want to scan or scan everything, and it gets everything 360 degrees up to 300 feet out with our scanner, and they make bigger ones. So when you're scanning, you can, you know, if you're scanning what you want in front of it, but you're also getting the stuff behind you. So that allows you also, if the customer comes back and goes, well, hey, do you have this pipe on this area that you can bring up the old scan and start going through the scan because it looks like the, when it's all said and done, it just, it looks like the plant. And then it allows you to go back and uh, look around and find the other pipe and save trips from potentially going out for the next time. And um, the accuracy is, it's pretty good. I mean, because we had um, uh, Paulding, Ohio guy call us and it was a piece of pipe that was a hundred foot up in the air and he says well I need the pipe where did you guys get that in a scan and Corey was like oh yeah we got that with the scan well he's like okay okay well he went up the next day and rented a lift went up there and measured it came back and told us the length and Corey's like well I could have told you that from the scan <laughs> and the guy's like oh and when he well, the comparisons we were within an eighth of an inch and I don't know the accuracy of his tape measure, but I know the accuracy of my our scans. Sure. So it allows you to go back, get more information later when you're not there, and you're getting everything. You know, like when we go out and measure in the old day, you're just measuring the pipe. I'm getting supports, hangers, interferences now, which we would know interferences we were measuring, but you miss some of that stuff. You're not missing it now. It's all in the scan. And I remember measuring hundreds, if not thousands of things in my life, my 40 years at average just on the road. And generally they were correct, not always. And uh, more times than not, you wish you had one more dimension on this, mm -hmm. that, or the other. And uh, sometimes you have to take an educated guess. And I think over the years, we were pretty good at it here in this building, the people that did the measuring. But uh, the scanning thing would have saved me a lot of grief over my life if we'd have had it 30 years ago instead of just in the last four or five years. Um, when, you, when you make a scan, you take potentially two or three scans, sometimes five or ten. You move the machine around so that you can get different angles of all of the same equipment in a building, let's say. Hmm. You use sometimes globes to track the, that movement and tie it all together. Um, I know recently you guys went up and measured a building in Milwaukee, a building that I helped build many, many years ago. 
and replace some of the piping that we put in, gosh, I'm going to say more than 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, did you go do that scan? No, that was Travis and Chris Kellogg. Okay. Well, I, I'm curious. I'd like, to, I'd like to hear that story to see how that worked out. And, and the, the reason I bring that up is it's, a, it's an enormous amount of data that this machine collects, and it puts it in a form called a cloud? Yes. Okay. So then you have this cloud that is on a memory stick, or does it go in the air somewhere? It, it, depending on the size. Okay. You know, somebody, depending on where it is. Theirs is just all stored on the, the computer. Okay. You know, it was downloaded from the scanner to the computer. Okay, directly downloaded. Yeah. So you have a standalone computer or two yes. here in the building that are massive yeah. storage bases yeah. that they download that in there, and then, the, then those guys can access that computer from their workstation? They just go to that computer. They go to that computer. It's a dedicated can... computer set up for just manipulating. Because okay. what you'll do is you can set up this thing to uh, um, put all these different scans together in the system. You can tell it to do, and you can walk away and come back in an hour or two. That's how long it takes for it to link all these <clears throat> different scans together, especially like Milwaukee one. Right. So then you end up with a with a, a, a picture, for lack of a better term, a 3D model. 3D model of it, yeah. That you can turn upside down, yep. look inside, Move take in slices. and out, cut wow. it. cool. Change all, you know, if you want to only see half of it, you can slice it right down the middle like a piece uh -huh. of bread. And, uh -huh. and, you can, and you can pick out bolt circles, size of the bolts, uh -huh. thickness yep. of the gaskets, yep. all that. Yep. It, really incredible. You know, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it is incredible, you know. In certain cases, you know, somewhere, depending on how many scans you get, you get a better picture than you do of others. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it picks up everything. And anymore, they don't even go with measuring bags. They just go with the equipment. <laughs> that just it, freaks me out a little yeah. bit. I'd have to have a tape measure. Yeah, I'd have I, to. <laughs> I still walk in with a tape measure on my side. i, I got to have a magnet, a string, and a tape measure. I don't think I could walk in a building without one. I, so. uh, I have a, a nervous tick when I go to the cut. I have to have a tape so I can yeah. pull on it just to... <laughs> Flip it around. Yep. People have a yep. a, a tick when they talk to yep. people sometimes. Oh, so. Darn. so cool. Well, I like I like all that. The 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 I guess the gist of the this part of the, this part of our conversation is to to let folks out there know that we have this service, if you will. We quite often use it uh, when we when when a, when a customer comes along and says, "Hey, I need this pipe system." So rather than me going out and measuring it with a tape measure, Chris and one of his guys could go scan it. Uh, that's considered part of the service if you're buying that pipe system. Uh, that that scan or that information is for sale, quote unquote. Uh, we've had customers that purchased our service to scan because they want to go for a competitive bid, for instance, or what have you, uh, and and we would sell that as a standalone option and then quote the pipe and and system separately. Uh, but I think generally we use it more than not to help ourselves uh, help the customer to get the things right so we can quote it. Is that correct, pretty yeah. much? That was the initial of, you know, to buy it just to help with mistakes, uh, keep the guys on the ground for safety reasons, mm -hmm. and just help us as a company. And, and now we're spinning it off into... Um, a standalone service. Yes. Yeah. To the customer. I know, I know Craig uh, once did a job up in Minnesota or Michigan where they actually scanned the beams in the building so they could put a coating on them. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it had nothing to do with piping. Nope. Had nothing to do with linings. Mm -hmm. But we have a corrosion-resistant coatings in some plant that he was at that was making something corrosive. And they wanted to coat the beams uh, to keep them from corroding away, I guess, over time. And we scanned that building just so we knew how many square feet of metal needed to be coated. So a lot of different uh, options with this thing. We also have a couple of hand scanners. So yep. tell me a little, I don't know anything about these yet. So tell me a little bit about these hand scanners. Uh, we have two handhelds. Um, and these things are the ticket for, um, we'll say small areas or single elbows or, you know, it's, I always kind of, you know, 10 foot by 10 foot area. Mm -hmm. You know, they're ideal because their range is 15 feet with the same accuracy. But like say, what I'd like to see with the future is each salesman has one. Mm -hmm. If he goes out in the field, he sees an elbow, he can send a scan, make a scan, excuse me, and then send it to us and we can manipulate it from that versus measuring it and sending it. They are extremely user-friendly. Mm -hmm. um, use the cell phone? Hmm? Does it use a cell phone type of thing? The cell phone the is just the screen. Okay. okay. But it, it has a little uh, side pack, which is probably a size of, I don't know, five by eight, and that's your computer. And that hangs on your side, and it comes up to uh, the laser head that controls all the lasers and the flash and the lights, and and you just manipulate that around. And as you're moving it around on the screen, which is the phone, um, you can actually physically see it happen in real time. And they always, we always kind of say it as you paint it like a spray can. That's how it looks on the screen. And if you miss a spot, you can go back and get it, and it'll just pick it right back up and go. That's, that's incredible. I mean. What a, what a, what a time saver and, uh, and liability saver. You, you probably don't make as many mistakes as, uh, mm. as what we might. Uh, human, human mistakes are pretty common in the measuring world, and you try to double-check everything to make sure. But this sounds like it'd be a great, uh, a great tool for the new kids to, uh, to use. So I hope... I hope someday everybody gets one, and I hope it uh, hope it works out that uh, Amersist uses it to to uh, further the uh, further the sales and 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 make things uh, better for the company. So that's awesome. Um, gosh, uh, what else? What else, Chris? We we uh, we, we, we twenty six years. Uh, any regrets? No. No. Good. I like the way you said that fast. Same with me. Loved, loved working here. Still still love working here. As a retired guy, obviously, I, I get to come in here and see all my buddies that I've worked with for years. I uh, was uh, one of Chris's mentors. He came in and, and uh, immediately became one of the guys that went out in the field. He was single, as I recall, at the time and didn't have a lot of uh, stuff at home to, 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 to cause issues with traveling. So I remember we, we went out lots and lots and lots of times and measured pipe and cyclones and things all over the country and uh, always enjoyed that always got along really well and and I appreciate all the years of uh, hanging out and learning from you just like you learned from me so uh, that's kind of the way it's supposed to be I guess in this world agreed and <clears throat> learned a lot and can't thank you enough for it yeah well same same here uh, anything else you can think of that folks might want to know about no, I think that pretty much covers it. I'm just excited for the future. What time I have left here, too. Yeah. 
sitting thinking about that the other day. I'm like, oh man, is it time to start thinking about that already? <laughs> Probably got 15. I don't, I don't, I don't know how old Chris is, but I bet he's got 15 more years. Oh yeah, yeah. But still, you gotta be ready for yeah. the that day. Well, I started planning my retirement the day I started here. So, mm -hmm. so, so that was 42 years uh, from from the day I started really to the day uh, that I uh, that I called it. I called it a, a quits and uh, and slid sideways into this marketing position and brand ambassador. So, so uh, yeah, plan well and uh, enjoy your your life. And I know you have a, a family life that's uh, that you've uh, picked out over the years and grandkids and and a little mini farm that you uh, enjoy with them. And and I hope that all works out well for you. So, I appreciate you coming on. Um, we're uh, Always uh, glad to, to talk to the, the older guys at the company. Chris is probably third or fourth now as some of us are slipping out. So uh, we want to thank him for the uh, information. And, and if you have any questions uh, about uh, any of that scanning stuff, you can you can get a hold of Chris. We, we, we're pretty flexible here. His email is chris at abrazis.com. So if you have a question about scanning or a job that you're interested in scanning or want to talk about scanning, please feel free to give him a a jingle on the email and uh, or you can also get to us at info at abrazis.com as a general uh, uh, email address that uh, that someone will pick up and get you the right information so uh, next time we'll talk to someone else probably mike or greg leininger or maybe our new sales manager director of sales brian uh, we appreciate you listening and uh, uh, we'll keep learning about the history and the relationships at abrazist and and uh, all the things we've done in Wabash County. So stay tuned. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Callenborn Abrazist USA and LinkedIn, Callenborn Abrazist Corporation. Thanks again, Chris. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And don't forget to laugh often and lead a rare life. podcast is produced and edited by Up There Media, LLC.